Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? The thing we're going to be looking at in Daniel chapter 10 eventually is just that. We're going to see um, behind the scenes, so to speak. We're going to see behind the veil. We're going to be looking at spiritual things. And I want us to be reminded that we're, we're in this natural world, but there are spiritual entities everywhere. We are also spiritual. We are, we are physical. We are spiritual. We are natural. We are spiritual. And there is a spiritual world. And it's good to remember that. Now, we don't want to overemphasize those things, but we certainly want to be wise. And we want to understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, dark forces. And in this world, evil, evil wants to win. You know that. Evil wants to take you down. He wants to take you down individually. He wants to take churches down. He wants to take people of God down and get them out of commission. But not only that, he wants to destroy. He is a destroyer from the very beginning, and all of his minions are destroyers. And this is something that's so crucial because we, we walk in this world, we, we have to work, we have to eat, we have to do all these things. And sometimes we just get caught up in the mundane and in the physical and in the natural, and we forget that we're in a spiritual battle. And that the spiritual world is actually reality, <laughs> where our Lord is. And he's here with us again. But understand, we're going to be looking at that. We're going to see the veil lifted a bit in Daniel chapter 10. But before we do that, I want to go to 2 Kings chapter 6. If you want to get your Bibles open, 2 Kings chapter 6. Because in that chapter, we see something that I think really gives us insight into the spiritual realm. It's a powerful story. You, you probably already know it. Elijah, his uh, Elisha, not Elijah, but Elijah. Um, this is a powerful story. And what's happening in this chapter, in 2 Kings chapter 6, is this. Israel is somehow avoiding the attacks of the Syrian army, the king of Syria. They're somehow avoiding all the ambushes and attacks. It's almost as if they know what's going on, because they do. And this is the crazy thing, because the king of Syria, he's frustrated. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 11, we read this. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of you is for the king of Israel? He's paranoid. He thinks there's a traitor in his midst. Because every time he goes to pounce on Israel, they're not there. They don't show up. They go around. They miss the attacks. And he's saying, who's telling? Who's telling on me? Who's going to Israel? And, and who's the spy? Who's the traitor? And... Uh, I love this because one of the servants pipes up. He knows what's going on. And probably, you know, a bunch of other people know what's going on too. They probably just didn't want to say anything. But look at verse 12. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, I just think about this. Look, the Lord is revealing to Elisha the very intimate secrets of this king. 
He can't get away with anything. God knows everything he's saying, everything he's doing, every thought he has, every whisper in his bedroom. What a good reminder for each one of us, huh? <laughs> I'm just going to encourage you with this today. You know God is watching you. Do you know that? I've talked about this before, but it's one of my favorite stories. You know, Pastor Chuck talked about this. Look, when you hear that statement, God is watching you, and he is. He's watching you. He, God can't learn. He can't lie. He knows all things. He knows your thoughts. He knows your whispers. He knows every thought of your heart, every intention of your heart. He knows everything you say, every word you speak, everything you do. God is watching you. But I love this. Pastor Chuck said one time that his little grandson came to him after Sunday school. And he was so freaked out because the Sunday school teacher told him, Grandpa, Sunday school teacher said, God's always watching me. And he was so scared and nervous and mostly because he was picking on his sister. So he's really scared. And he told Pastor Chuck, and I think you guys, some of you have heard this before, and I just love it though. Because Pastor Chuck in his wisdom grabbed the little guy, put him on his lap and said, of course God's watching you. You want to know why? God's watching you because he loves you so much he can't take his eyes off you. And you see, that's the difference when we're children of God. Look, God is watching everyone. God sees everything. And if it makes you nervous, then, you know, maybe deal with whatever you're dealing with in life. But he loves you with an everlasting love. If you're a child of the king, if you've been adopted into the family, be encouraged. He's watching you. He has his eyes on you because he loves you so much he can't take his eyes off you. God's for you. I want to start with that because when we get into spiritual warfare and all these things, sometimes we miss the fact of how much God loves us and he's there for us and he protects us. And all these things he's given us, even the discipline he sometimes gives us, is all because he loves us. He loves us with a complete everlasting love that is beyond anything you could ever imagine or think. It's a love we can't accomplish, not in this fleshly body. It's agape love, true love, pure love. He loves you and he's for you. We are sons and daughters of the almighty king of the God of the universe. And that is awesome. And so, of course, he has his eyes on you because he protects you. And he'll discipline us in love. It's always in love. But some people have a false notion of God that he's just waiting for you to mess up so he can hit you with that hammer of judgment. That's not the character of a loving father. And that's certainly not the character of our loving God. But remember that as we dive into this. He is for us, not against us. Now, I will say this. The enemies of God can't say that. And here are the enemies of Israel, the enemies of God in 2 Kings chapter 6. God is listening to every plan they have, and he's revealing them to his servant, to Elijah. He's revealing them, and which is the first point I really want to make today, is that here's the other thing. God hears your prayers. You know, many times we'll get frustrated in something, and we think God's not answering. He hears your prayers. He knows your heart. He knows what's best for you. And nobody or nothing can do anything to you without the will of the Father. You're in his hand. He hears your prayers. Sometimes there's a delay. You know, one of the things I was talking about before service, I have such a heart and such a yearning for us to get a building. And I know it's not my own flesh. I know it's the Lord. I want us to be able to set roots and to have a place where we can be, begin to build in this community and have a place of gathering. But I know this. I keep praying for it earnestly, and I know the Lord keeps putting it on my heart, and it hasn't happened yet. So that tells me it's a timing issue. Because I've prayed, Lord, if this is not what you want, take the, the passion away from me. Take this burden away. It's only increased. So I know it's a timing thing. So when it happens, the Lord will say, see that? And we'll all look at it and go, that was God. That's just how he is. And so remember, when God delays his answer, it's okay. And when he gives you a no, it's for your own benefit. But he's always listening. So be reminded of that. And we know this. Elijah, you know, prayer is not just a one-way street. 
Sometimes we'll pray to God and we think that's it. We've prayed, we've asked for things, we've, we've prayed forgiveness. But you know, it's not a one-way street. God will speak to you. Learn to hear his voice. Elijah did. This is how Elijah knew what was going on. He was seeking God, he was praying, and God was revealing everything. But here's the thing. So this king hears about this, and he knows. He hears about this amazing God that's revealing this to his prophet. And does this king repent? Does he become humble and say, man, that's the God I want to worship? No. What does he do? He does what most people do when they're caught in sin do. He tries to kill the messenger. He tries to kill the messenger. In verse 14, he sends troops to Dothan, this little town. He sends troops there to surround and kill Elijah. He's going to kill God's prophet, or at least he thinks he is. And this is where the story gets, I just love it. I love this because I can so relate with this young servant of Elijah. So what happens is this. Of course, he sends the troops in by darkness. That's what evil does. Evil loves darkness, by the way. And in your life, if there's sin, if there's evil things in your life, bring it into the light. The enemy wants you to keep things in the darkness. But you know what kills mildew? The sunlight. Bring it into the light. Bring it into the sunlight, the S-O-N light. Bring it into the light and watch what happens. And the enemy can no longer use it against you when you do that. Do you understand that? When you bring your sin into the light, he can no longer use it against you. He'll try. But you've already dealt with it. You've given it to the sun. You've given it to your king. And so he tries to kill, and he, under the cover of darkness, he sends this army. And I love this because he, this young servant sees this in the morning. He sees that they're surrounded by this army of Syria, and he freaks out. He freaks out. And I can't blame him. You know, I can't blame him. Uh, in the flesh, in the physical, I think we'd all freak out if we woke up and we saw an army surrounding our town and they were there to kill us. So I think let's give him a little bit of a, a break there. But I love Elijah's response when the, or surge, when this, the servant comes in uh, to tell him. Look at this in verse 16. It's almost as if when he's told, I can almost hear Elijah yawning. He's like waking up and he says, do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Huh? I could just see him. What are you talking about, old man? Look, it's me and you and some town folk. And there's thousands of soldiers out there surrounding us with their chariots and their swords and everything else. What are you talking about? Did you not get sleep last night? What happened? But I love this because Elijah doesn't respond with, um, he's going to respond in prayer. He doesn't respond in fear or doubt. You know, the one thing I was thinking about is um, many times when we find ourselves in a situation, we pray out, Lord, help me. Get me out of this situation. You know, get me out of this, Lord. Why have you done this, Lord? Why? You know, there's none of that in Elijah. He doesn't question God. He doesn't. What does he do? He prays for others. He prays for his servant. For this young man. And I love that. Look at verse 17. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. If God is for you, who can be against you? My prayer is that your eyes would be open. This young man got brand new spiritual glasses. And in an instant, in a moment, he saw the chariots of fire. He saw all around them this army of angels guarding them and protecting them. I wonder if your eyes were opened, if our eyes were opened today. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.